What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me on another exciting episode of Data. My name is Brian, and I look forward to sharing with you another amazing guest today. But first, if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please make sure you get out there and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Now sit back and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Data Up, everybody. Thank you very much for joining me. I'm super fired up for the guest that I have on today. Um, he's become a very popular in the recent months. His name's Nathan Apodaca. Yes. <laughs> also known as Dogface. He went viral after posting a video of himself skateboarding while drinking cranberry juice and listening to Fleetwood Mac. And now he's making moves, becoming an overnight sensation. He has over 3 million followers on Instagram, over 6 million on TikTok. Um, he worked hard making a household name for himself, and he's been seen with everyone from Snoop Dogg to Jesse Reyes to g Easy, and now Dogface has become a brand name selling his own merchandise, right? Skateboards and even a clothing line at Zoomies. So yeah. uh, uh, please welcome Nathan to the show. Welcome to the show, brother. It's a pleasure to have you on. Pleasure to be on, you know what I mean? Awesome. For my listeners, I know probably a lot of them know who you are, kind of seeing you out there. Um, Give me a little bit of background about yourself, um, kind of a little backstory on you, and then uh, also what you've been up to lately, and then also about your family. How many kids you have? Basically, just been a worker my whole life, you know what I mean? Started working in the potato warehouses since I was 14. Uh, did those for the summers until I was 16, until I'm legally to work. Then I dropped out of school, went into the field, or the work field, and basically just stayed in that all the way up until I was about... 18, I believe, is when I got my GED, and I thought that was going to help me go out and get motivated to do more jobs and stuff like that, but no, I stayed in the potato warehouse. <laughs> I did construction. I've done I've done everything in the field. You know, I have a, my hand in everything, but I just was more comfortable at the potato warehouses. That's where my dad's worked for 30-plus years. That's where I went. Stayed there for a while. Let's see. I In 2013, I quit and then went to wildland firefighting for 2013 until 2020. But then I went back to the warehouse and did the fire season on my off season. So I'd go and do the firefighting thing in the summers, and then I'd still go back to the warehouse on my off time. But I wasn't a firefighter. I would do camp crew. I'd take 10 people under me, and then we'd go and take care of camp and everything like that. So that's what I did from then. And, yeah, I got two beautiful girls living with my wife now who has a son. So I have a stepson and two girls now. Awesome. Uh, how old are your girls? 12 and 15. 12 and 15. Very cool. Mark, now, soon, uh, to be 15. soon to be 15. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, are you, are you still living up in Idaho or? Yep. I'm in Idaho right now. That's awesome. Beautiful area to live for sure. So tell me about, uh, tell me about how this all started. I mean, I know you've posted, um, you know, you, you're pretty familiar with um, social media. You've been posting for a while, but this, uh, I mean, did you ever expect anything like this to happen with uh, this kind of uh, video that went viral? No, you know, I, I, when I first started this whole TikTok thing, you know, it was because of my youngest daughter, Michaela. She got me into it. She was doing Musical.ly when it was Musical.ly, and that's when I didn't really jump on. She lived with her mom. She stays with her mom. She comes to me on the holidays and everything. So, She'd come bounce back and forth and I'd see her on Musical.ly. And then, like I said, when it transitioned into TikTok, she showed me it again and I was looking at it and watching it videos with her. I've seen people my age doing videos, you know, and sounds to like the songs that I remembered, you know. So then I was like, <laughs> okay, maybe 
maybe this is kind of a little grown-up app as well. So I was like, okay, I'll start. I seen her doing this one dance move, and I was like, I know I can do that. I asked her if I could be in it. She's like, go ahead if you can try if you want. And I did it. She was like surprised I did it. And then she's like, okay, that's cool. And then so after that, like a week straight, we were doing videos. Then she kind of got, you know, okay, you need to make your own now because you're being on mine too much, you know. And right. I, was, right. I was like, yeah, but I ain't going to go make my own TikTok, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then she's like, okay, I'll make it for you. You can do whatever with it. So, yeah, she made it for me. They went back to their moms. Then I was messing around with the app for about a month or two. And then, yeah, I got the hang of the app a little bit. And then, like I said, when she came back, she's like, let me see what you can do now. And I showed her all my little videos I was doing. She was just laughing at them. Right. And, yeah, and then after that, I started doing more dances, you know, stuff that I remembered, songs that brought me back. And then I right. would do trends that I seen on the For You page. Like I said, the Get Up dance was getting real big at the time. I knew I could smash that out. I told her again. She didn't believe me. She filmed it kind of like Harvey Bates did. So we kind of did the same scenario. Everything just jumped on the trend, you know. And then that went viral overnight. I hit 1.2 million views in 1.2 million views in two days i think it was wow and then i got i got over 60 or 40 40 to 60 thousand fans on just that one video overnight so then i was like okay i accomplished what most people can't i'm done with this app now you know and i was like i'm right. good so i was getting ready to throw in the towel and everything and then my oldest daughter they're getting ready to head back they're like what are you gonna do with your tiktok thing now and just playing around with me and i was like oh nothing i'm done i went viral i'm good and then they started laughing. My oldest daughter, Angelia, is the one that's like, no, she's like, you should just keep going. You have people following you now, you know, you have people watching you. Just do some videos, just do whatever you can, you know. And I was like, well, I don't know what to do, you know. And she's like, well, just do you, dance, you know, be funny, just do stupid right. stuff that you do all the time. I was like, right on. So, yeah, I did that and then carried on from there. And after that, I just blew my first account up to 169,000 followers or something like that. And then I started selling merch, TikTok seen it. The merch that I have is pop friendly. So, yeah, they didn't like that. They banned my account. And I lost my account. And then, yep, in September, uh, not September, January 5th, 2019 is when, 19 or 20? 19. Oh, 2019 is when I got my new account. Okay. And then, yeah, it took me about two months. Oh, yeah, it was 20, 2020. <laughs> okay. January 5th of 2020. And then that's when it took me about two months to get back to my hundred and whatever thousand followers but then before the viral video i got up to 750,000 followers and then after the viral video is when it just went crazy wow uh, that's crazy i never knew uh you know i kind of done a little bit of research on you but i i didn't know that you had one that actually was banned from uh yeah and then tiktok put it back up so it's still on there now and it's awesome because you can see the videos of when i was living in a tent because I was in a tent for two to three months before I bought my RV with the with the wildland firefighting money. Right. And then that's when I got my RV, and then that's when I moved to parking lot in Walmart. And then my brother's seen that, and he's like, no, you just come stay in front of my house and plug in, and you'll be all right. I was like, all right, cool. So, yeah. So you're, was, so you're, you're living out of an RV. Well, first a tent, then an RV. Yeah. So you say that's a huge upgrade, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and now from what I, from what I've heard, you, you recently purchased your first house, right? Yes. You know, amen. And thanks to all the, all my soldiers. That's what I call them, you know, yeah. bless to them, you know, for seeing my videos and whatever. And like I said, I didn't ask for donations or anything. They seen my donation uh, requests on Twitter that I did like three, four months ago prior to anything, you know what I mean? And 
I didn't even have Twitter on my phone because it took too much space. So I was like, where the hell are, where's everybody seeing all this, you know, donation stuff? Where they, how do they know my cash app? How do they know my PayPal? So then I downloaded Twitter again because they said I was going viral on Twitter. When I looked on Twitter, I read my old tweets from before when I was in front of Walmart. And then that's when they seen, you know, this is my cash app. I'm, I'm looking for a place a lot or something. And then, yeah, so they started reaching out from there. And like I said, I started getting donations out of nowhere. Surprised me. I showed my daughter just the numbers was rising and rising. And it went from just getting a down payment on an apartment to getting a down payment on a house to where my credit was messed up to that's when I was like, okay, the number got so high to where I told myself, if I get some good work with this management company and everything, and then everything falls through, I might be able just to buy a house. And then they all told me that would be the best situation for me because of my credit. So yeah, I saved all my money. I didn't spend nothing till I reached a point to where I can get a house. And then, yeah, I went down and put it, put it down payment or not down payment. I paid for a house. You know what I mean? Right. God damn, man. It was awesome. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on that. I'm I'm super excited for you. Um, you got, I mean, you know what? A lot of people hope that it happens to them or, or want it to happen to them. And, and uh, you know, it happened to you. It doesn't happen to everybody. It happened to you. I'm, I'm really, really glad for you and happy for you, buddy. That's awesome. I'm stoked. You know what I mean? It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Kind of transitioning kind of into your dad role, um, you know, through your journey as a dad, what has been the most rewarding part about it? Basically, like I said, to put a roof over my daughter's head, you know what I mean? It's just, I've always been just kind of like locking around from trailer, you know, to impart, not an apartment, but like living with my brother or something, you know, I just, I wasn't ever just, I never didn't really have my own little place to stay, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, so like I said, the biggest thing is just providing for my family, you know what I mean? Giving them a place to stay, giving them a roof over their head, their own room, you know what I mean? They always had to share a room and everything, and it's just awesome that I can give that to them. You know, my daughter, when she was feeling, or when she was putting everything in her room, she's like, Dad, this is my dream room. She's like, I've, I've always wanted a room just like this. I bought everything that she wanted, you know, the little stars on the ceiling and everything, the light. Right. And it was just awesome to hear her say that, you know. Awesome. That's got to make you feel proud for sure. It does, you know. Oh, cool. So you have, well, you have a stepson too, um, but you, you have two daughters. I have two boys. My oldest is 22. My youngest is 19. And um, something, you know, something cool that I kind of experienced this weekend, my oldest just graduated from college. So we got to see him graduate uh, from college. He went to Arizona. He went to a right university. So um, super exciting, but um, that's very cool. And, and obviously a proud dad moment for sure. She she made you feel uh, like she was appreciated and uh, you stepped up and, and did your thing. So that's awesome. Yeah, amen. Now, you, we talked a little bit about it before we came on. Um, you guys kind of experienced the whole COVID thing. Uh, so you kind of had that to deal with over the last uh, few weeks. But kind of in dealing with the year that we've had thus far, whether it's COVID or all the other things that have played into our year, what challenges have you faced as a dad? You know, obviously, just keeping them in school, you know, because the school year has been crazy right now. You know, everything right. that's going on in the school year. I think, personally, that they should have just took a time out on everything. Just put a pause on everything. Tell everybody, come back in a year. You know what I mean? Something, you know, because it's just hectic, you know. And it's just, I don't think it's right to have the kids out there during all this, you know, as well. It's just been a headache, you know what I mean? It's been crazy for every parent. I, you know, I can only imagine, you know, it's just, yeah. And then COVID is no joke, you know what I mean? I did, I did attract it, you know, my, my wife got it as well. 
hopefully we're done with it. We're on our way on the outs of it. You know what I mean? Because we got through the worst part, I believe. And yeah, it's no joke. You know, I lost an aunt to COVID. You know, it's it's oh, just wow. something right. not to take. You know, not to take. You know, softly. Lightly. Yeah. Yeah, now you're so your daughters didn't didn't get it at all, just uh, just you and your wife. Huh? Yeah, me and my wife did. Next day they went and got tested themselves. They got negative tests, and yeah, they came. Basically, we've been walking around with Lysol spraying it everywhere, you know, right. keeping keeping distance from them, you know. Yeah, right. it's just, yeah, we've been trying yeah, to. It's crazy. I mean, I I know that we all say that, you know, and you hear it all over the news. You got to stay safe, got to wear your mask, got to stay distance, all this kind of thing. Stay home if you can. Don't don't go out, that kind of thing. I mean, I was just in a store yesterday running into Quick Aaron, and there was a knucklehead in front of me that didn't have a mask on. And I'm like, how in the world is this guy standing in this store without exactly. a mask? It's just my wife's a type 1 diabetic, so I, she cannot get sick. And uh, yeah. it's just it's just crazy. So, uh, well, I'm glad you guys are feeling better. I pray that you guys continue to uh, to heal and, and not get this uh, stuff anymore. Thank you. Um, well, cool. Um, all right. So here comes the embarrassing part. What kind of, uh, what's been your most embarrassing moment as a dad? Could be fun, could be something serious, whatever it is that you can think of. <laughs> Basically, I'm going to say most embarrassing moments isn't for me. It's always for my kids. You know what I mean? Because I go around <laughs> with no care. You know what I mean? I'll be in a dance. I'll be in, the store and like i said if a, if a song's playing and i hear it and it moves me i'll move you know what i mean it's just who that's i am awesome. and yeah so honestly i think that's what it is and i, I i'll see my daughter sometimes when i'll feel the music because i won't even tell them sometimes and i'll just start moving then i'll look over and then i can see them distancing themselves from me yeah. you know and i'm like hey where are you going and that's when i get right. louder and i start running towards them come on you know me a dance you know right, right. it's just funny you know i try to show them that there's no shame in your game you know what i mean just put it yeah. out there be 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 somebody you know that oh or outside of the box you know what i mean just yeah just get crazy once in a while you know? right no and be real right i mean exactly uh, you're, you're a kid at heart i mean that's cool Amen. that's cool yep. i mean my, my boys uh my boys are kind of like kind of like your daughters. They don't want me to have anything to do with anything that I, you know, <laughs> even, even the stuff I got now, you know, with my data podcast and my merchandise yeah. and my social media. I mean, they don't want, they, they're just like, no dad, you're a great dad, <laughs> but leave me out of it, please. You know, that kind of thing. So uh, yeah. that's cool. Well, um, keep that up because you know what, that that's going to build that bond with those girls even more. And even your stepson, um, I mean, oh, keep yeah. that stuff up because it's, it's, it's everlasting. It's awesome. Yeah, no doubt. So, well, cool. Um, kind of through now, you've kind of had a little bit of a journey, I guess, over the last couple of years of kind of being the social media influencer, and it didn't really blow up until the last couple of months. But um, what would you say to your kids if they wanted to just focus on becoming an influencer like you? Basically, like I said, just do what makes you happy, you know, and if that's what they want, then that's cool. But just like Gary Vee told me, you know, just that I get from him is just content, 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 keep it out there. Don't be ashamed or embarrassed to post stuff, you know, and basically, like you said, just be you, you know, let the world see you for you and stay confident. And yeah, just continue what makes you happy. You know, that's the only thing that, that if that's what you can get out of it is happiness and that's, that's pain enough, you know? Yeah. Now, do you have restrictions on them as far as, you know, cause they are still young. Um, do you have restrictions on them? What you, what you allow them to post? Do you, do you monitor that or do you? Well, yeah, you know, them? I mean, I don't want them picking out the booties and stuff like that or you know right. like no clothes like you know i want them wearing clothes and whatever you know what i mean because these clothes these days don't even have material on them as well right you know but as far as that goes you know there's 
they they ain't like that, you know, or they don't go out doing stuff like that. But yeah, I'll monitor as much to not see that stuff pop up, you know. Right. But they they're good kids, you know. They know what to do and stuff. My youngest daughter would put Charlie D'Amelio or whatever under the rug, you know what I mean, with all these dance moves, you know what I mean. It's funny, yeah. but she just won't go out and do it, you know. She just doesn't do the. She just doesn't do the content, you know, and it's, it's fine that she don't want to, you know. I asked her before, you know, I told her, because she teaches me most of the dance moves, you know, the trends and everything, you know, <laughs> like the hard ones anyway, because like I said, kids these days, they lack they lack footwork. I got that, you know what I mean? So, right. yeah. No, you do, you do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we kind of team up in the same way. She shows me the hand moves and the cheerleader moves or whatever, you know, and then I'll do the smooth, soulful moves, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. Day. Yeah, right, so, so yeah, it, it it works itself out. You know, um, we didn't talk really about uh, your childhood or your parents or anything, but um, what do you think is the single most important thing that you learned from your parents, and how do you think that impacted you as a father? What I learned from my mom and dad mostly is just, you know what I mean, don't, like I said, don't worry about what people think about you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My dad is one of the biggest ones, the main ones that taught me that, you know, in life is just do you, you know what I mean? Because he's, I've always seen him just go out and be, you know, great in everything that he does, you know, and that's what I always looked up to, you know what I mean? And my mom as well, through God and everything, she brought me to God, you know, and all that. So just basically not having a fear of what people think about you, you know what I mean? And just doing what you need to do. Yeah, I agree. And it's one of the things that we um, need to teach our kids is, is, is not to be afraid to be them because, too many, too many times, especially now, um, these kids grow up with in, in kind of this, uh, uh, they, they worry too much about what people think. And a yeah. lot of times, you know, unfortunately, we hear sad things in the news about, you know, kids committing, committing suicide and things like that yeah. because, um, they, you know, they're, you know, somebody made a meme of them or somebody said something about them. And yeah. um, unfortunately, uh, it, those kind of things happen. But it's, but it's good that you're teaching your daughters the importance of being an individual. Um, and not being a follower and uh, mm-hmm. to just be real and be themselves and um, be natural and uh, not be ashamed of it. So that's awesome. Yeah. It takes me back to the days where sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may yeah. hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I, understand, I understand words hurt, you know, but there's, like Gary Vee says, there's a point in time where you need to realize who is that person that's saying that stuff to you. You know what I mean? Do you right. know them personally? Do they know you personally? And even if they do, why does their input matter you know what i mean right compared to your families or compared to people who love you you know what i mean yeah people yeah. just need to realize that once again you know sticks and stones may break your bones but words will not hurt you you know yeah. what i mean yeah and you know i've told i've told my boys when they've had experiences come up where they've had you know oh, this this person said this or this per- person thinks that i go who cares what they think and you know what what they think is actually none of your business anyways exactly so what does yeah. it matter to you that's so, their personal um, opinion yeah yeah well, cool. Uh, if I were to ask your daughters, even your stepson, if I were to ask them, tell me something about your dad, what would you hope that your kids would say about you? Basically that I'm a good dad. I'm a carefree guy that will do anything for them. You know what I mean? At any time and any given place, you know what I mean? All they have to do is ask and I'm there for them. Awesome. Yeah. It's important for us to be, uh, to always be there for, for our kids, uh, building the bond and, you know, cause those bonds, especially when they're younger, will carry on into their adult life. Both my boys are adults now and I still have the coolest, strongest bond ever. I, yeah, I, mean, I, awesome. I coached all their, all their sports teams and, uh, it's just something that, uh, it's just something that, that you don't want to lose and, and take for granted. So, well, awesome. 
if um, uh, Nathan, if my listeners wanted to kind of look you up and learn a little bit more about you, kind of check out your stuff, uh, where can they find you? What can they do? And what do you have coming up that you're looking forward to? On TikTok, it's 420-D-O-G-G-F-A-C-E-208. And on IG, it's just dogface208 with the two Gs. And yeah, basically, I'm looking forward to getting this Doomies launch started. You know what I mean? I have a Sector mm-hmm. 9 board coming out in 2021. I might be getting into the studio to cook up a little single for somebody because every TikToker has a single now. You know what I mean? So <laughs> who knows? You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah, I want to get some things going with Cheech and Chong in the future. Hopefully, you know, that dream come true, being able to talk to them. Oh, Me and cool. Mick Fleetwood still have a date for our re our our parody video, you know. So hopefully that happens in 2021. And yeah, shout out to Mick Fleetwood and Ocean Spray. You know what I mean? Awesome, awesome. Well, I'll be sure to I'll be sure to tag everybody in the uh, in, in the post. But uh, yeah, well, very cool, very cool. Well, listen, um, Nathan, it's been an honor, a pleasure to have you on. I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you got a lot going on. I I wish you and your wife and your kids all the best, and I and I pray that you guys continue to get healthy and stay safe as well. Okay. Right on, man. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. All right. You take Peace. Well, there you have it. Another exciting episode complete. My guest today certainly represents the data community very well. Continue to stay tuned because my shows with amazing guests comes out every week. You don't want to miss out. Please help the show by subscribing and leaving a rating. I would love your feedback. If you know anyone this show could help, please share it with them. I don't want anyone missing out on what it takes to be a great parent. If you have comments or questions, please let me know. You can message me on my Instagram page at Data Podcast. I read all your comments and respond to them all. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. This is Data. Up.